Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, since my is the King, and we're here to talk about the NFL. Hey King. Hi, how are you? You alright bud? I'm excellent. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excellent. We've had a wildcard weekend. Yeah. It was our second. It was reasonably wild as well, to be fair. Yeah, it was a couple of wild. the games were pretty good. Fairly wild. Mm. <laughs> One of them was a stinker, but other than mm. that, Well, we'll hopefully treat all four with enough reverence. Uh, as we go through the games. Or just three. Well, we'll try. Okay. We'll try. It was a big occasion for the Bills, so let's not stomp on it too much. Okay. Um, well, because OJ was there. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the reason we won't stomp on it. <laughs> uh, let's go through them in order, shall we, King? Uh-huh. We'll start with the squeak of the week, I guess we should call it. Mm-hmm. The Tennessee Titans went to the Kansas City Chiefs. They did. And it was 22 points to 21 in the end. Mm-hmm. But not the way you thought it would go. I, well, I kind of did, though. Yeah, and that's, I, I'm annoyed. No, I got the pick wrong. But yeah. I was... Oh, I was on an hour about that one. You did. So you, you bet against the Titans, and that's mm-hmm. what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 22 to 21. Yeah. And again, the Chiefs um, don't taste the playoff victory. No. It's really was kind of a game of two halves, though. Mm-hmm. Kansas City got off to a huge lead. I think it was 21 to 3. Mm-hmm. But, um, yes... First touchdown, uh, inside handoff to Cream Hunt. Second was a skinny post to Kelsey. Um, good game for Travis Kelsey while he was on the field. Indeed, yes. Uh, four catches, 66 yards and a touchdown. Um, but then he did suffer quite a bad concussion. Yes. Just before half time. Yeah. Um, your thoughts on this? Because there's a couple of concussions happened in the uh, in the games this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got a concussion. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's... Do you think it was a bad hit? Uh, no. Nothing malicious in it. No, I don't think it was malicious. I think it's a play. It's playoff football. People, it, yeah. you, it becomes more physical as the season goes on mm. until the Super Bowl, and then everyone's super nervous, and it tends to be quite tentative. But yeah, the yeah, the first certainly wild card and divisional rounds are incredibly physical. So I just think it was a product of that. I don't think there's any malice or no, or sort of someone actually targeting him. Um, Good. Just checking you were. Do you agree on that? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Just making sure. Yeah. Before but, we move but on. it was a shame because he is he is their best offensive weapon. Yeah, or their most consistent anyway. Yeah, the the, the fail safe really. Mm-hmm. That's what a good tight end should mm-hmm. be is that third down converter. Yeah, um, yeah. It wasn't a great start for for Tennessee. Henry had his second career fumble when they were they were fourteen nil down uh, in the first quarter. It uh, wasn't recovered by the Chiefs. No, so he hasn't had a, a fumble recovered by the other team yet. So it's pretty impressive after two years. It. Yeah. Um, and you have Marcus Peters get the interception mm-hmm. while the Titans were driving for their first score in the second half. He needs to hold the ball tighter to his body. Great play by him. Mm. He he tends to do that, but he does this thing where he's, he thinks he's LeSean McCoy shimmy. when he gets the, the ball in his hand and it's flailing around. And one of these days, it's going to be an immediate turnover back the other way. So right. he, um, I'd be harping on that because he, he, he's such an excellent... Well, he's such a ball hawking cornerback, and he, he just seems to always be around it. Not only just interceptions, but fumbles as well. Um, yes. Yeah, he just needs to. If he if he stays like that, he needs to just protect the ball. That's the only thing I'll say. What else happened with the uh, Chiefs? Oh yeah, Derek Johnson lo- lowered the boom on Mariota. Yeah. On a third and five in the second uh, second half. Mm-hmm. That was. Yeah that that was uh, quite a hit. That was quite a hit. That was quite a hit. That was a veteran hit on a <laughs> young, excited quarterback. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought that was... It meant that, uh, that the Titans had to settle for a field goal. So, Ryan suck up scoring the uh, first points for them mm-hmm. uh, before the half. Uh, what else? Robinson. Yeah, uh, Demarcus Robinson got a touchdown. 
good one actually with three seconds to go in the first half for, for Kansas City it was in between the safety and the corner and he just managed to move it the required yards into the end zone yep no it was a good that was a good play it's um yeah, the first half looked like a veteran team that has had playoff experience. I know they've not had massive success, but they'd have no. got playoff experience mm. uh, with some veteran players. It, it looked like it was going in the direction I thought it would. Yeah, um, well, 21-3 at half-time, they couldn't have been much more happy with that. No, absolutely, absolutely. And they kept people like Henry quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, there wasn't much going on with the receiving call for Tennessee. No. Nope. So you could tell that the half-time uh, team talk by Mike Malarkey must have been just, start throwing the bloody ball, you know, just yeah. get it out. Yep. We've got to get it out quicker. And uh, <laughs> I guess that kind of culminated in the uh, Mariota to Mariota touchdown. It did, yeah. In the third quarter, about six and a half minutes left in the third quarter. I think what was the momentum shift as they went back to to old faithful? You look at these veteran yeah. quarterbacks. Um, you know that they, they, they tend to have good relationships with tight ends. Mm-hmm. You look at Romo with Jason Witten. Certainly, the more athletic ones tend to rely on 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 that safety blanket. Yeah, and Mariota, the the, the, the sort of change for them to actually start moving the chains and, and get some momentum on offense was the fact that they just utilized Delaney Walker three or four times on a mm-hmm. on on a single drive um yeah. which then again sorry yes led to the uh, culminated in the craziness yeah i think it was the first throw and catch, catch touchdown by, yeah since 1997 it's Brad Johnson wasn't it for yeah, the Vikings. Vikings yeah yeah uh funny you say about Delaney Walker he was their most productive receiver six catches for 74 yards yep um on eight targets mm-hmm. so he is like you said, old faithful. Yeah, he is. Comes to that. Absolutely, absolutely. It's um, um, it was interesting as well to see Peters covering Davis. So Corey Davis has been relatively quiet in his rookie campaign. Yeah, uh, was the first wide receiver taken this year in the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who don't remember, um, was injured throughout the the process. So actually, we didn't see him work out. Not even at his pro day. No. Didn't work out for the combine. Was was selected high. Um, showed real promise. Actually, reminded me of To a bit in um, based on the tape I saw of, with him on college. And um, the fact that they Peters was following him around the whole game means he's obviously shown enough for the Chiefs to to have been he conscious. Worried, yeah. yeah, so that was um, especially with the likes of Deco, who's a veteran guy. But he's um, been dropping all season. He has been, but Matthew, Richard Matthews hasn't. Matthews is a good player. He mm-hmm. led led their um, led the Titans last year in in receiving yards. So it was um, it was interesting to see them them put, make Davis a focal point defensively because yeah. to to put your best cornerback on. Corey Davis, I think, said something for the talent. So hopefully he can emerge, sort of. Well, now later on in this playoff series, but hopefully next season as well. Yeah, yeah. But um, it was really like we said about the game of two halves. Mm-hmm. The, the third quarter was really a, a turnaround for for Tennessee, not only on offense but also on defense. The Chiefs managed six yards in the third quarter. Yeah, that's, that's astounding. They they dominated. They only had, they had the ball for eleven minutes, though, I believe, didn't they, in the third quarter? Yeah, which is why when they scored that touchdown, they still are taking so much time off the clock. For the Chiefs, we're like... That's, well, this is fine. Yeah, it's still okay. Yeah, still, we're still in a good shape. We need to panic just yet. Yeah. <laughs> Did you think he yeah, that was a touchdown? Oh, well, I was going to ask you about that, actually, mm. because I still don't believe he hadn't crossed the line when he threw that ball. I think he was in the air, so I don't know if it's the same rule as... if Does that you, count? I don't know. I'm assuming so, because if you go out of bounds, if you're in the air, yeah. you can either chuck it back in or... Your where you fit, like put the ball across the line is yeah. Um, so it's where the ball where the is first the way down. you are. I'm, well, I don't know. I'm, that's what that's my, the assumption I made. The only based way on it that, could have been real. he was definitely over the line. Yeah, when he threw it. But if yeah. he was if he was off the ground, maybe that counts. I don't know. I'm I'm speculating. I'd, if anyone knows, you know, tweet us. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to know because I haven't done the research. But um, 
That was my only. That was my only thought process because he was definitely <laughs> over the. Had passed the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it felt as on, when he was watching it live, mm-hmm. he had crossed, and then mm-hmm. so whatever happened then was just kind of pointless. Yeah. But, Unless they called that a fumble, and a fumble recovery. But well, we'll talk about the refs soon because mm-hmm. obviously there's some more stuff about to talk about in the game first because mm-hmm. um, obviously it didn't got worse for the Chiefs because Harrison Butker missed a field goal after Adoree Jackson uh, fumbled the ball. Yep, that was with three minutes to go in the third quarter. There was a, a touchdown run for Derek Henry. A touchdown catch for Eric Decker, which switched the lead up, mm. um, despite the fact they couldn't make it on a two-point conversion Yep, a couple of times. Um, and then it got really, really heartbreaking for the Chiefs, because obviously they're, they're down. They haven't scored um, in the second half. And then they think they've got a touchdown where there's a fumble. Um, Derek Johnson picks up the loose ball with under two minutes to go after the Chiefs failed on the fourth down mm-hmm. before that. Um, and then you had uh, Sean, Sean McDonough's uh, voice break. Yes, yes. He... We'll have to roll it. Derek Johnson, the all-time leading tackler in the history of the Chiefs, with a touchdown for Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, it was breaking throughout the game. Yeah, he had Even... a couple of like, twitches. Yeah. But uh, that went full on. It that did. Was, that was beautiful. It yeah. did. That was funny. It's, it's just a bit of a shame that it was all for nothing, really. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite funny, really. Yeah. But yeah, no, that was a shame for them. That's a bit of a heartbreaker. That that will set any team back. Yeah. Mm. So let's talk about the officiating quickly because not only did well, I thought it was bad watching it, mm-hmm. but even Mike Pereira, the former head of officiating, the infamous Mike yeah, Pereira, yeah. manages to call every play wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he he even tweeted out that it wasn't acceptable levels of, yeah. uh, of officiating. Uh, Jeff Triplett after the game has basically said he's retiring. Right. Okay. Um. But he wasn't the only one this weekend that was making bad calls. No, and this is where you expect to streamline your officials so that the best ones... I don't know how they do it. All I know is in the Premier League, there's a, a voting system. Yeah. So when there's a big tournament, champ, like the Champions League or the World Cup, mm-hmm. you have to submit a refereeing crew. It's based on a point system, how well you've been rated, you've been throughout, rated the season, throughout the season. Um, and you'd expect that to be the same... Or well, I'd expect it to be the same throughout the playoffs because it tends to be the same referees. There's Herculean... And the others you tend Hoculee. to see, Hocule, whatever, Hercules, Skeletor, yeah. Skeletor, there's, yeah, there's He-Man, yeah. Um, but no, Hocule is it, Got sorry, yeah, Hoculee. it's because he looks Hoculee. like Hercules, Yeah, sorry, that's me, yeah. that's me, he's so hench, um, but it tends to be the same guy, so you expect them to, you know, to, to elevate their game or at least be the best of, of the bunch you've got available. So. Or it's just the experience thing, you know, he mm. has triplets been in the league for over 20 years yeah. and um so you do get those kind of mm. marquee games, I suppose. It's just a shame that it came down to a couple of silly plays, and um, yeah, either way, the Chiefs have got to be really embarrassed by this, yeah. this loss. This was this was tough. Well, to take. yeah, for sure, hundred percent. What are you doing with Alex Smith? Oh, you tra- a- they were trading him before the game. They're going to trade him after the game anyway, because what they'll do is they'll were they ship trading around- him before? What were they trading him before the game? Yeah, that was always the the plan was to trade him at the end of the season. They'll ship around his first half highlight tape and um, hope that no one watches the second half. I don't think I think he's got enough of a highlight tape to be picked up yeah, by a team. Yeah, if you want a regular season warrior, then fine. What um, what are they getting back from? Oh, they'll get probably a first round. You reckon? Maybe even a first and a second. I think Garoppolo stitched everyone up. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Is someone's going to overreach for him? Yeah, but Garoppolo was a second-round pick who was an upcoming free agent who's been unbeaten since. Mm -hmm. So if I'm a team, I'm saying I'm not spending more than 
I'm not I'm not giving you more than the 49ers gave the Patriots nah. for Garoppolo. I don't think it's the same same deal with this one because and he's Garoppolo young. has only and played a few games. He hasn't lost a game yet, but he hasn't got the the body of work that Alex Smith or Kirk Cousins has. Yeah, or the body of hits that Alex Smith has accumulated over his career. Well, that, yeah, that's fine. I'm not going to start no, saying that Smith is one of the best quarterbacks out there. No, he's he's, he's very consistent. So and, in the middle, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but he doesn't throw many interceptions, and that's why no. he's going to get a very mm? uh, handsome trade uh, trade. Offer, yeah, and he moves the chains with his legs as well, so yeah. he's um, he can assist you in both areas, yeah. So, there are a lot of teams that feel they're only a decent quarterback away from being into the playoffs, you know, mm-hmm. or being a Super Bowl contender for yeah. someone like the Jags. Um, <laughs> well, they're still in it, King. I don't know if you noticed, don't but, uh, con- I don't <laughs> think they're a contender, though, but that's just me. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think he's gonna get picked up. So, it's the Mahomes era, so you're excited. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, as long as it goes out all right, then I'm okay with this. Yeah, well, yeah, you you have jumped all over that one. <laughs> Let's just talk quickly about Kansas City uh, before we talk about uh, mm-hmm. Tennessee. Then, so in the four games before Reed gave up on offensive play calling, mm-hmm. the Chiefs uh, were one and three, sixteen uh, points per game average and three hundred yards average, with their offensive coordinator then taking control, Matt Na- Na- Nagy Nagy. I don't know Nagy. We'll say Nagy. Do it. Say what you want. Uh, he was. They were three and one, and they were averaging twenty nine points per game and four hundred twenty nine yards. Okay. It felt to me watching this game, especially in the second half when it all started to go a little bit wrong, that Andy Reid sort of grabbed hold of the the steering wheel. I didn't see and that. Drove them right into zero points for the second half. <laughs> I didn't it? see that, but I all I noticed was um, just the lack of possession they had. It's tough to put up points when. One team's completely dominating possession. But the big complaint after the game was that everyone was going, why didn't you give Kareem Hunt the ball? Why didn't you give Kareem Hunt mm-hmm. the ball in the second half? And the the point was, like you said, the possession wasn't really there. But when they were trying it, it was all screen passes behind the line. Mm-hmm. And it was trying to be too clever. Yeah. When they had these players that can just barrel the ball through. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think you can overthink things. They went away from the, the formula that was working for them. Yeah. And that feels like an Andy Reid thing. I know after the game, Matt... Naji Naji mm-hmm. came out and mm-hmm. said that he was in charge of the play calling, but he just I just felt that it didn't feel like he was doing that. Right, okay. That's interesting. It smelt like Andy Reid doing it rather Ooh. than Yeah. A bit of a sniffer reed. Alright. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Let's talk about the other side and the team that actually won this game mm-hmm. that have have been rewarded with a trip to Foxborough for the uh, for the win. Yep. The Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. No one really gave them the the odds over this game. No, I know Marcus I didn't pick Mariota him. had a great second half. Not a, wasn't a great first half for them, but a great second half. Mm-hmm. Seemed to come into his own, mm-hmm. scrambling around. He looked like Doug Flutie running around in the back and making those throws. Yeah. And Derek Henry ended up with 156 rushing yards, a touchdown, and 35 yards through the air as well. Yep. So completely dominated yeah. the, the Chiefs' He's brilliant. good defense in the second half. Yeah, that's why I said to you, I didn't think it was a massive downgrade for them to lose DeMarco Murray. I think that Derek Henry's fantastic. He's and they and they've used him sparingly. So when they, you know, inevitably going to have issues in the running back position, they mm-hmm. they they just they don't miss, don't skip a beat. So it's um, yeah, he played fantastically well. Mario is brilliant. Mario is he, he is. You can see everything coming out from that organization, and especially from the players, which is the most important thing. Yeah. They're bought into him. Yeah, they know they know that he's the leader. They know he's not going to you know he's not be screaming shouting on tables. But he lead by example. He put his body on the line to get first downs. He's done that, yeah. He, you know, and he will. 
you know, and he's talented, and he and he's ice water in his veins. He's willing to make those big plays at the end of games. He's not if he makes a mistake, hands up. Let's go back and do it again. So yeah, I think he's shown real promise, and and you know, I keep saying it. It's a I think it honestly, it's genetic. I think that certain people have it, and you you, you mentioned Alex Smith. I don't think this loss was on him. Um, I think no. the play calling and, and and sort of lack of possession in the second half didn't help. Um, Maybe his lack of creativity didn't help the situation. Yeah, but. absolutely. But you look at certain players who have bad track records in the playoffs and certain players just seem to do very well. Yeah. Despite not being on amazing teams or, you know, um, when Andrew Luck... When, when Andrew Luck gets to the playoffs, he gets the championship game mm. on a Colts team that can't win a game when he doesn't play. Yeah. Like, you look at these players that just have something special and just have this innate quality to actually just be dominant in the playoffs uh, and, and, and will their team to victory. And, and Mario is doing that with his with his play, not necessarily with sort of um, extrovert leadership skills. So it's mm. um, I'm really impressed. I'm really impressed with them. And they play playoff football. Yeah. They, I'm, not, I'm not giving them a massive chance in Foxborough, but going forward, mm-hmm. smash mouth football, they will run it down your throat. Yeah. Even when you know they're going to run it down the throat, they've got an excellent offensive line. They've got a quarterback who can throw the ball. It's not a, they're not one-dimensional like the say the Jags are more one-dimensional because they don't trust Bortles. Mm-hmm. And their defense is, has got excellent pass rush, and they've got some yeah. playmakers on the outside. Well, the secondary is really good. Yeah, exactly. And you've got Casey Morgan, yeah, um, Arakpo. You know they're a talented team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I think maybe they're one. You know, this I think just having this experience is really going to help them. Yeah, yeah. I can feel your picks going then later on, but uh, we'll uh, we'll move on because yeah. we spent quite a long time in this game. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to Tennessee mm-hmm. and to Jim Wyatt, of course, our good friend. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Let's move on into the second game on the Saturday, uh-huh. and that was the Atlanta Falcons going to the LA Rams, and this was a lot easier than we thought it was going to be. But the Falcons got a win, twenty six points to thirteen. Yeah, and they really looked polished in this game. They did, and do you know what? This was closer than it looks. Okay. And this is exactly what I said. I mentioned what I mentioned last week, for those of you who listened, transpired to a T. I wasn't listening. Which well, I know you don't ever <laughs> listen, but was having the playoff experience and using that experience to benefit you mm-hmm. and not making what you can't make stupid plays and have no. stupid errors. And the Rams seem to just shoot themselves in the foot every time in the first half. Yeah. Jared Goff had a very good game. Their defense had very good ga- had a very good game. They were just stupid turnovers. You know, muff was it muff punt on? You know, muff punt and all this sort of yeah. stuff. It was ridiculous. Farrah Cooper muffed a punt at the end of the first quarter, um, turned into a Freeman touchdown. Yeah, with Alex Mack pushing him into the end zone. Yeah, yeah. It's just that that was the diff- The difference was experience and a team that knows that they can't make bad mistakes. Um against a team that got very excited that they're in the playoffs has had a fantastic season a team that have made bad mistakes in playoffs and and made yeah and made <laughs> yeah and made horrific you know but, but horrific had, mistakes indeed so um, it was just this was completely down to experience Goff had a very good game mm-hmm. I thought Gurley looked good well, all right. in spurts well that was the thing they managed to kind of lock up uh, Todd Gurley at least in the receiving part of the game yeah uh, he ended up with 101 yards rushing but most of that was at after the game we kind of got away from him yep uh, and Cooper Cup was Cooper the other Cup, one well he had his wheel out uh, touchdown catch he did just over 2.30 to go in the first half so he did but he also had about five targets that were past deflected he did yeah so it was um, they did an excellent job because he's targets yeah so there you go 
It was actually Robert Woods that was the standout wide receiver he for, was, the, yeah. for the Rams. He did 142 yards on nine catches. Yeah. I mean, that was impressive. He he did really play his socks off, Robert Woods. He did indeed. Um, on the other side, you've got, of course, Julio Jones. I don't know if you've heard of him, but uh, <laughs> he had 94 receiving yards and a touchdown. Uh, Mohamed Sanu, 75 yards. He was very helpful. Yeah, there's another option. Third down conversions as well. Some made some real key plays, didn't he? Yeah, uh, Tevin Coleman was a bit of everything. Uh, 44, 40 yards on the ground, twenty eight yards in the air. Uh, Devonta Freeman, sixty six yards and a touchdown, like we said earlier, uh, in the first half. Um, yeah, it was that floater pass to Julio Jones. It was shouldn't really been a touchdown, should it? Because Ryan was falling over. That was one of the best throws I've seen all season. Yeah, yeah, he knew exactly what he was doing. As he was falling over. I absolutely think he knew what he was doing. He floated up there because he knew he didn't have time to stay in the pocket and, yeah. and drive it to Jones. Le- lent back because he knew he was about to get hit as well and he did get smashed. I think it just proves that you can do anything when you've got Julio Jones to throw at. Well, it's just I thought that was a brilliant <laughs> play. bring it in. <laughs> that was exactly where it needed to be, though. It was a great oh, throw. come on. It was a great throw. Come on. Um, yeah, the, there were some problems for the Rams. Obviously, Tyler Higby looked to have caught a touchdown pass with just two minutes and 12 seconds to go. <laughs> But it was ruled incomplete, and then the fourth down went incomplete as well. Um, and there were good sacks for Atlanta as well. Vic Beasley, Tat McKinley, and Devondre Campbell all got to uh, to Goff. Yep. And uh, the pressure was sustained. The pressure was from yeah. both sides, though, because D- Donald was living in the backfield. Yeah. Uh, as, got half as, a sack. as he always does. Yeah, half a sack, but then he also got another one he just missed out on, yeah, and another yeah. one he just missed out on. Yeah. Um, yeah, both teams. Both teams played solid. It was just... You know it was the turnovers. Brian Paul. All right. Brian Paul was one of the linebackers for for Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He, whenever he made a tackle, you were not moving another inch forwards. Yeah, he, would just, he would kind of lock up Gurley and he would just stop him. Yeah. Right in his tracks. I thought there was some very solid tackling there. And the thing that was missing last season for the Falcons was Desmond Trufant. Indeed. The he whole way through menace, the playoffs. He? he was a menace. He was covering Cooper Cup most of this game. Yeah. And Hence the five incompletions, yeah. Cooper, a, a, a sort of typically well, solid and and handy receiver, um, was getting locked up by yeah someone they've absolutely sorely missed last uh, in the last playoff run. Yeah, it also helps that you've got a machine as a kicker, forty-two-year-old oh, Matt Bryant. He's made thirty-four of thirty-nine kicks this season. Yeah, and he was perfect in this game. Four of four field goals made, two extra points. Yeah. Yeah, been and they weren't sure either. Two of them were over fifty yards. Yeah, and I think m- most of his misses for this throughout the season have been over fifty yards. Yeah, which the, the pretty much the stop rule is you make anything within fifty. Yeah, we'll take a couple of misses outside. Yeah, um, yeah, he was fantastic. Yeah, it's just they were getting really excited when they this guy does not age. <laughs> <laughs> they kept calling him the Adam Venetari of kicking. I was like, yeah. he still, still plays. Going, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Um, yeah, just experience prevailed. It did, didn't it? Great season for the Rams, though. Oh, yeah. They've got a lot Fantastic to look forward to next season still, and yep. they still build on it. You know, it was, it was their first season. Yeah. Um, Anything else you want to say about no, it? No, no. I'm all good. Okay, we'll move on. Um, We won't spend as long talking about it as Ed Hockley will explaining something. That was appalling. Shut it's up, Hercule. <laughs> Let's go on then to the best game of the weekend. Oh, before that, we'll do Buffalo against Jacksonville. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, Buffalo, finally, they have a, a playoff game. First time since, what was it, 1999, everyone said. And uh, they managed three points in that playoff game. Yep. They lost three points to ten in Duval County. Um, 
it wasn't a great start for either team, really, but uh, especially for the, the Bills. Malik Jackson got a sack on the first drive of the game. There was uh, an intersection by Aaron Colvin. It was tipped by Miles Jack in the first five minutes of the game. Yep. Uh, you had Yannick Ngokwe was flagged for a late hit on uh, Tyrod Taylor uh, in the first quarter. But I think that was more of a bad slide by Tyrod than anything kind of ma- with malice. Yeah, it's a it's a weird one actually because normally you see the 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 hit. Correct me if I'm getting this wrong. Mm-hmm. Normally you see the hits where it's you're both going opposite directions and you meet in the middle and someone yeah. slides. Yeah, and obviously you know we've seen it where people think someone's going out of bounds or they're going to slide and they get mm-hmm. extra yardage. So kind of it's tough not to dive. Yeah, um, but this was in Gokwe chasing him down. That's right. Um, From behind. Yeah. So yeah, real tough, real tough call for that one because it was he, not. He slid, but his head didn't go back. No. So he did a Flacco dive, which yeah, yeah. just basically, I'm going to sit down, yeah. Um, which then of course left him open to getting drilled. If you want to jump over the top of the guy who you think is going to slide, mm-hmm. you haven't actually jumped over him. No, absolutely. So yeah, a bit weird that, but uh, he was flagged for it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a little bit harsh, but of course it was a quarterback. Well, I noticed when they called up, the play, so. they didn't say late hit, they said uh, hit to the helmet. Yeah. So I kind of, I when they did that, I was like, actually, I'm okay, I'm okay with that call. If they were going to say it was a late hit, I'd be a bit... I, I was in the same boat as you. Yeah, but that Jags defence is legit. They held the Bills to a field goal in the second uh, half. Well, sorry, second quarter, after multiple goal line attempts failed. Yeah, but they, 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 they're, it's a joke. They could li- honestly just have the Pro Bowl team. You had a couple of linebackers, <laughs> maybe, like yeah. um, or pass rushers. But the rest the rest of it is... Um, well, a boy's... Um, should be a pro bowler in my opinion Ramsey might be the best corner he's up there with Lattimore I think this season for for being the best corner in the game mm-hmm. um, you know you look at Smith who, who is uh, is is one of our favourite inside linebackers yeah. Miles Jack looks healthy now this season which is great he's making some plays yeah Dante Fowler looks angry <laughs> he looks angry he's not got the produ- um, the numbers um, from a production standpoint but he's still he's still being influential for that mm. defence he's opening up lanes for other people to, to get those sacks so yeah. yeah they are frightening that defence is frightening yeah but it, then it was only um, a field goal just before half time for Jacksonville that even up at 3-all at mm. half time yep uh, the touchdown for Jacksonville was actually pretty decent it came on a fourth and goal which was quite ballsy um, there was a play action pass to Ben Koyak yep after they kind of pulled back Leonard Fournette from jumping into the end zone on the third down. Yeah, that was uh, a great Troy. play by um, Lorenzo Alexander, wasn't it? That's right, yeah. yeah. It was under one minute left in the third quarter mm-hmm. uh, when they took the lead. And of course, you could have just settled for a field goal, mm-hmm. which would have made it very easy for Stephen Hauschka to have a chance at the other end. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, it turned out that's all they needed, really. Um, McCoy, who was injured before the game... He looked really injured in the first quarter, but yeah. then realised he was the only option. Yeah, so I had um, to get over it. <laughs> he had a good, he had a game though for someone who on who look he didn't look himself. Seventy five yards rushing, forty four yards receiving. Um, yeah, he was every bit really as dangerous as he normally is, and he had a, a long run as well, scrubbed off for offensive holding on Deontay. Yeah, Johnson. he was not happy about that. Well, no, because that was about forty odd yards he he made up on that drive. Yeah, it was a brilliant play uh, in the fourth quarter. Um, so it goes down to the last drive for Buffalo. One minute fifty eight left. On their thirty-eight yard line, no timeouts, but you've got to have a chance to. That's still an all right position, isn't it? I think a so. Two-minute drill, basically. Yeah, it's it's good for a legit quarterback. And you're I not don't the twenty; you're on the thirty-eight. So yeah, you've already got eighteen yards where you normally would. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you've got the tackle by Dante Fowler, 
where he's kind of wrestled Tyra Taylor down and the back of his head's hit the turf. That was on a third and five. Yep. What do you think about the the, uh, the tackle? It was convincing, I it was, but... I thought it was fine. It was all right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Playoff football. It was a, <laughs> his, his head hit the floor. Yeah. That's fine. Players' heads hit the floor. Yeah. He didn't smash him in the face. No, he didn't. Or hit his helmet. He just finished his, what they'd say in, in, in hockey, it's finishing your check. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, of course, you get Nathan Peterman comes in as a... Sean McDermott predicted. And looked like an upgrade because he's actually a quarterback. So in a two-minute drill, <laughs> he actually looked like an upgrade. Well, let's go for it. He scrambled out of a sack for the first down. Mm-hmm. Then got a pass completion for another first down. Then you got an intentional grounding penalty instead of taking a sack, mm-hmm. which then moved them back and lost a down. Um, and then it was second and 20, so he was tipped and picked by Jalen Ramsey. Great play. It was a great play. It was a catch as well, wasn't it? For sure. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Why do you not think it was? No, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. There were a lot of people saying it wasn't. No, it definitely He was. got the arm underneath the ball. Yeah. So even yeah, if yeah. it was rolling around a bit, he then secured it yep, when he came back around. That was good. It was a good play. Yeah. Um, now, what wasn't good play was the uh, Jacksonville offense, and especially one Blake Bortles throwing the ball. They only managed two of 12 third down conversions in this game. Uh, Blake threw for 87 yards. And a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Completed 12 of 23 throws. Mm-hmm. He actually ran for more yards. He ran for 88 yards on 10 scrambles. Yeah. I'm sure there's a question in there somewhere, but um, that's that's not good, is it? No. For playoff football? No, he's... Like, Manning was bad when he won the Super Bowl. Yeah. But he's a legend. But knew how to manage a game. Mm. Bottles is really bad and doesn't know how to manage a game. Yeah. He's not good enough for them to win the Super Bowl. No. If I'm wrong, then, you know, more for him, I'll write him a little letter and apologise, but he is not good enough on a, what is a very good team mm. that's got offensive talent, that's, you know, um, was it Robinson, their left tackle? Um, they drafted Robinson, yeah. Cam Robinson. It's coming and been fantastic for them. So they've now solidified a line, they've got legit running back, and they've got weapons on the outside. Yeah. They just need someone, like an Alex Smith... <laughs> or like maybe Kirk Cousins but he's a bit of a gunslinger but yeah. they just need someone to come in and be alright and that team yeah. is going to be they, they will compete for Super Bowls for years to come um, he's not good enough to, to win you no if you score 10 points and your quarterback gets 87 um, yards. yards passing yeah how many playoff games are you going to win well yeah no one no one will normally. sign Tim Tebow now no, because normally. Uh, he doesn't throw the ball and he runs it so I th- I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Tim Tebow got a sixty-yard touchdown oh, he pass. Did. Yeah, it's demand. This not. Yeah. No, this yeah, is No, I'm just saying he did. That was one pass, right, in it the was. playoff game. Yeah, first play of overtime. Yeah, he he also had a few passes in that game. Yeah, he definitely threw for more oh, than yeah, eighty-seven he could throw yards. The ball. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he'd have probably got hundred yards rushing as well because he was. He was. Yeah, the pump for Bortles was he wasn't hitting like short out routes. No, no. And he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't make his, go through his progression, so he doesn't even reach his check down before he gets sacked or scrambles. I want to move on from this game, really. So do I. Go. <laughs> <laughs> We've got loads of other stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do the last game, then, of the uh, of the weekend. Yep. And that was the Carolina Panthers against the New Orleans Saints. We thought it was going to be good. We weren't disappointed, I don't think. Um, 31-26, to the Saints won the game. Mm-hmm. Ted Ginn with the first score of the game on the go route. That must have been a sting for his former team. Indeed, yeah. Uh, yeah, Josh Hill uh, with the play-action fade catch to make it 14-3 in the second quarter. 
Uh, Greg Olson got the first touchdown for the Panthers with just under 30 minutes of the game left. So mm-hmm. that wasn't, wasn't great, but it was good to see Greg Olson getting a, a touchdown. Indeed. After all his injuries uh, worries this season. He was great. He was great this week. Yeah. yeah. The big uh, the big story came when Cam evaded a sack on second and seven then turned into an even bigger hit and uh, looked almost certain like it was a concussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't manage to get to the sideline. There was about nine minutes left in the game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they put the tent uh, put tent around and he went in. They came out saying that he'd been poked in the eye or something or they put a nice packet just over his eye to... So that was the real problem. Um, and then he comes trotting back out onto the field on the next drive. Yeah, he looked concussed to me. Well, he seemed to do all right. And I think that he se- he seemed very tough in this game. There was a lot of pressure from that Saints D. A lot of hits. Especially um, Cam Jordan. Oh, yeah. Um, Von Bell as well got a uh, sack. Jonathan Freeney and Tyler Davison. So there, a lot of them were hitting him. Mm-hmm. But... A lot of the complaints about Cam was that he wasn't tough physically. He wasn't mm-hmm. a, wasn't willing to put his body on the line. Mm-hmm. I think I saw a performance there that no one can say that about him anymore. Yeah, no, he looked he looked great. And um, one thing he typically does as well is, is throw interceptions when he's he's under a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. And he didn't throw a pick in this week's game. So no, um, that's normally my issue I have with him. I don't think he. I I and I think we've we've seen enough of a sample size for for that for my thought process to be justified mm-hmm. um, but yeah he had a fantastic he had a really really good game actually yeah he um, did was accurate accurate with the ball yeah 349 yards and two touchdowns no interceptions um, he only ran for 37 yards which is actually good for him he shouldn't be running so much no nope. um, and he was Jonathan Stewart got over 50 yards Christian McCaffrey did over 100 yards and a touchdown in the game but that was receiving wasn't it mostly receiving but they're all kind of just mm-hmm. scram- no, screen passes or whatever mm-hmm. they're not exactly downfield throws no uh, Greg Olsen with 107 yards yeah he was brilliant made a couple of really good catches one on the sideline I remember as well it was yeah. um, was fantastic McCaffrey's got some wheels by the way he does yeah he is rapido it's a shame we're not going to see him anymore this season yeah um, but we had to have a winner and it was actually interesting because the Panthers did manage to shut down the running game for the most part of the Saints yeah because they're the best against really... the run yeah yeah it's because they're the only team that legit has a quarterback at linebacker. Yeah. Who's calling plays and going, right, I'm just going to stuff. He is everywhere. Mm. Like, I've seen a couple of interviews with quarterbacks where they say it's a nightmare playing against him because he is like, it is like playing a quarterback. Yeah. Where he's audibleing everything. When you're audibleing, he's audibleing. He's like, spying as well. He is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's just, a, he's just so dominant. I think um, when he's healthy for full season, I think his first two or three seasons he led the league in tackles by about 20-30 tackles anyway I'm talking about Luke yeah. Keekley <laughs> that's why yeah, they stuff the run yeah but of course the reason the Saints are legit this season is because they're not just a threat on the ground they're a threat in the air they got a Hall of Famer at quarterback yeah and, and they got yeah, and weapons the, exactly the weapons are up front we talked about Ted Ginn he got the touchdown early that was an 80 yard run as well for that touchdown mm-hmm. he ended up with 115 yards on f- just four receptions mm-hmm. but it was really Michael Thomas that we're going to have to talk about a little bit because eight catches on nine targets for 131 yards he did all of the setup work for the touchdowns for the Saints yeah and yeah like eight out of nine he caught mm-hmm. they weren't easy catches most nope. of them either do you know who reminds me of go on Fitz Fitz Get quicker than Fitz, isn't he? He's, what Fitz was rapid. I know Fitz first, was, yeah, Fitz was rapid. But young Fitz, yeah, catches the ball, chucks it to the ref, goes back to the line. Yeah, doesn't do this 
all these he's signals OBJ, for th- he? he doesn't do all this dancing and all these different things where he's no literally gets up gives the ball to the ref runs back into the huddle yeah he is su- such on the field anyway I don't know what he's like off the field maybe that's why he's so underrated because he doesn't really he's not flashy himself. he is yeah. he is so like fit great pair of hands excellent route runner yeah will catch the ball in traffic honestly the more I'm seeing him the more I'm like oh my god he is like Fitz 2.0 yeah. um, they had an absolute steal because he was a second round pick yeah yeah, and we're worried about what happened when Brandon Cooks left, but it uh, looks like they've got, if anything, an upgrade. Yeah, Thomas had a great rookie year. Cooks, Cooks is legit. He's one of the best oh, yeah. receivers I'm in the saying, league. Not, but, I'm just saying. But they, they knew they had worried. something from last 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 season. They they got lucky. Obviously, they they rated him to take with the second round pick. Sure, he had a really good rookie campaign and sophomore. He's been fantastic. What a game he had this weekend. Yeah, brilliant, yeah. absolutely brilliant. On the other side, Graham Gano was the uh, the full guy, really. The first field goal miss was a 25-yarder um, when there was an incomplete pass in the end zone. That would have been 3-0 at the time. Mm-hmm. He he made the next four, so it's not as if he were, was bad the whole game, but that really didn't help the, uh, the Panthers at the start of the game. No, he has an issue with choking in big games, actually, Gano. Yeah. I mean, it, the Panthers as well, they were one of four in red zone possessions, whereas the Saints were three of three. Mm-hmm. Uh on the other side, though, the penalties weren't great for, for New Orleans. They had seven penalties totaling 96 yards, whereas the Panthers only gave up 18 yards on two penalties. Yeah, it's, um, they can't, you can't afford to be making those mistakes. Similar to what I said about um, the Rams. You know, in, in the playoffs, you need to be playing start to finish, just not, not make stupid errors. You know, give, give people yardage, not move the chains. Not turn the ball over when, yeah. in theory, you know you, you've been under the cosh defensively, and your, your defense makes plays and turns the ball, or you know gets the ball back to the offense, and all of a sudden you cough it up on a punt. Like, yeah, um, it was a shame really because the, the Panthers do have some. Both teams have pedigree. Um, you know, Saints are a young team now. Not everyone was there. Well, frankly, besides Breeze, I don't know anyone that's <laughs> there from their Super Bowl run. Mm. Um, but the Panthers, you know, got to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, so you'd yeah. expect them They've to. Still got a legit team there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So moving on from that game, uh, the bad news for the Saints was that Andrus Pete suffered a broken fibula during the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been very good on the offensive line for them, so that's a, a bit of a miss. It's also a shock because he was horrific last year. Yeah, he was terrible. Um, yeah. And he's been, well, they, he's been good this season. But I think to help him out a little bit there, he was moved around that line a mm-hmm. lot because that was a pretty porous line a couple of years yeah, ago. It was, so yeah. they were trying him out all over the place to try yep. and see where he fit. Mm-hmm. They've obviously found where he fits now. Um but yeah, he's not going to be able to uh, participate anymore in the in the postseason forum. That's a bit of a shame. Uh, and of course, with the uh, the loss for Carolina, that means a complete clearing of house for a lot of the uh, the coaches. So the Panthers have fired offensive coordinator Mike Shuler and quarterback coach uh, Ken Dorsey. Mm-hmm. And they're also poised to lose their defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes, who's interviewing for the Giants head coach job today. Good for him. He might he if he doesn't go there, he might go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, he's yeah. a legit candidate. He is a legit. Like, defense has been really, really good. Yeah, it helps if you've got Luke Keekley, but uh, he has done good it work does, with people like it James does Bradbury. Help you've got, yeah, um, Shaq, yeah, Shaq players, Thompson's played well despite yeah, being an undersized, yeah. und, undersized linebacker. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And those are the wildcard games. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think it's time to take a break. Thinking we'll come back, we we'll do some news, and then look at the picks for the divisional round. Let's do that. Sweet. Welcome back, guys, to part two of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. This was the wild card round recap show. 
And we've just recapped the wildcard round. We have, yeah. So before we talk about the divisional round matchups, yep. there's obviously a lot of news that goes on after each round of an off-season. Mm-hmm. Because as teams uh, drop out, they start uh, firing people you know, that are involved in their uh, franchise. Yes, indeed. Yeah, they do. So let's talk about the biggest news. Yep. We were hoping for it last week, but it happened after our podcast. Yeah. Was that our favourite coach ever, John Gruden, <laughs> yep. uh, is back with the Raiders. Yeah. Was it a $100 million deal, yeah. 10 years or something <sighs> they keep talking about? Like, yeah. Who knows if that's true or not? I know. He's we, like, we, we, we may never know if well, that's true. It is true. Is it true? Well, they said he signed he said a 10-year, $100 million contract. Yeah. Did you see the bit as well in the press conference where he has a no-trade clause? Oh, yeah. Did you ask him if he had a trade clause? Yeah. It's always quite nice. So, for people that don't know, he ne- was never actually fired from the Raiders previously. No. He was traded. It seems weird to, to trade the Buccaneers. Coaches, doesn't it? Yeah, it was three first-round picks, I think it was, was the trade. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. For a coach yeah. who then won a Super Bowl against his former team yeah. the first year he was there. Mm. Um yeah, so I think maybe worth it, I guess. But <laughs> well, it's only because you played that specific team in the Super Bowl that it, you know, it worked. Well, if he won there, regardless. Anyone else. It's, oh, um, okay. He could have beaten anyone. It's still pretty good. But he, um, <laughs> yeah, he's an absolute legend. He, um, one thing I really loved about the press conference, so for for those of you who haven't watched it, um, check out, it's on NFL's YouTube page. Yeah. Um, his interaction with the ex-players, so Charles Woodson was there, who was it's his like first... came down. They him. all did. They all did. Yeah, the um, Woodson was his first first round pick as as Raiders coach originally. Mm-hmm. Um, who's you know gone on to have a Hall of Fame career. Um, yeah, so they were they were sort of jiving each other, and he was making comments. But yeah, I thought that was telling the fact that all those ex players came down, even players that didn't play for him. Howie Long was there, and yeah. um, there was loads of people. So it was um, yeah, I thought it was absolutely incredible that they made the effort to do that. Um, He's so charismatic. I was watching him, and you can just see he's... I don't think... I, I, besides maybe Belichick and Brady, I don't know if I ever see anyone as much as I know that he <laughs> loves football. Um, just he's so much more visible with it, and it's. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to see what he can do with, with what is already a very talented team um, that massively underperformed this season. Yeah. Demarcus Russell was there as well. Yes. But he was uh, working at the concession stand. Yeah. So... Other hiring news. We yeah. uh, we skipped it earlier on, but Matt Naji, the uh, offensive coordinator <laughs> for the Chiefs, um, is now the head coach of the Bears. So I better learn his name because we're going to be saying it a lot more now. Yeah. So I'm not. I don't tend to reference coaches. No. <laughs> hmm. As a result, Chiefs have promoted running back coach Eric Bienemy. <sighs> Bien, can, I, can they do you a favour with one of their coaches? Yeah, Jeff Smith would have been nice. Yeah, uh, Eric Bienemy, you should know this um, as the new offensive coordinator. Do you know why you should know? He probably with the Chargers at some point. Yeah, he was drafted in the second round by the Chargers in '91. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously I remember that. <laughs> as a Chargers fan, King, you should know this. I know. Maybe this is the last straw. Okay, so other news in hiring. Yeah, uh, Green Bay have brought back Joe Philbin. Who we referenced last week, we did. Weird, uh, as the offensive coordinator. He was the offensive coordinator there between 2007 2011. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, welcome back, Joe. Mm. So, he was, a, he was there when they won the Super Bowl? Yeah. He was the offensive coordinator. I can't yeah. remember who they played in that game. Don't, 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 don't. Neither do I. And also, <laughs> another um, former head coach, Mike Petting, is there as the new defensive coordinator. Okay. Uh, after Dom Capers was unceremoniously axed. Indeed. 
So the former Browns head coach. Yeah. Uh, got a real pedigree then. Yes, yeah, he's got right. he, he won at least a game, I think, when he was well, uh, head coach for the Browns. That's pretty impressive. Maybe a couple even. That's pretty impressive. I know. I, know. I bet they hear pine for Petting now. I know. <laughs> uh, in other news, then, so obviously some rumour news. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pats defensive coordinator, Matt Patricia. Yep. She's being touted as the favourite for the head coach position. What? In, uh, in New York for the Giants. Uh, yep. Okay. So there's a good chance he might get uh, get picked up there as the head coach. He has been the defensive coordinator for a long time now. In yeah, Europe. he has. He has. I don't think he's the best option no, out of that not. coaching stuff. I think McDaniels is the one. Well, yeah, but then they reference his time in Denver and say that that wasn't a good good time. So Yeah, no, because he drafted the quarterback that won a playoff game and also I, drafted Demarius Thomas. I agree Thomas, with you. Dra- drafted Demarius Thomas, who no one ha- had heard of. Yeah. Who became an all-pro wide receiver. Yeah. What, that that yeah. time in... Yeah, that's right. Denver. Yeah, the same reason that they don't. no one wants to talk about Tim Tebow anymore. Yeah. Oh, excellent. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Matt Patricia is now being touted around for a couple of places, actually. Yeah, but I don't think they play... Their defence... It's pretty average. It's rubbish at the start of the season when Patricia has free reign. Every season it's rubbish for the first five games. Yeah. And then Belichick goes simplify it. Do me a favour and just rush four and, and play man coverage. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they start winning tons of games and they don't concede as many points. Yeah. It's um Well, good luck at the Giants if he's Yeah, no, I that. I wish him well because he's he's absolutely paid his dues and what a person to learn from, Belichick. Mm. Um but yeah, I think if I was gonna take one of those two, I'd I personally would take McDaniels. Yeah. Um Gus Bradley has been given has agreed terms on an extension. Mm-hmm. Three years with the Chargers as their defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. So, former Jacksonville head coach. Indeed. Seems to have found a bit of a home there. Yes. Seems and to. also, you'll love this bit of news, King. Yeah. But our uh, favourite kicker, Roberto Aguayo. Yeah. He's got a new job. Someone's taken him. Is he our favourite kicker? <laughs> he's your favourite kicker. I don't think he is my favourite kicker. Well, he's the Chargers' favourite kicker because he's signed with the Chargers. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, your face when I said that. Oh my God, I didn't know that. <laughs> I've never seen your mouth turn that far down before. No. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> you feel the heat? No. <laughs> I don't feel any heat. I can't believe you've done that. Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah. You signed it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, of course, with people that get hired, there are more people that have to get fired. Yeah. So, the Seahawks have sacked offensive coordinator. Sorry. Yeah, offensive coordinator. Yeah. Daryl Bevel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't think there was many uh, tears shed in Seattle for. No, oh, I don't think unless Bevel. unless he was drawing up those plays where Russell Wilson had to dodge <laughs> eight people and then throw the ball to Doug Baldwin. Yeah, dodge, dip, duck, dive, and dodge. Yeah. on every play. Yeah, absolutely. And his yeah. only red zone, his only thing he did in the red zone was threats Jimmy Graham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, QB coach Ken Dorsey has also been shown the door. Yeah, it tends to they tend to sort of pair up. They do. Um, yeah, that's some news there for coaching. There we go. There we go. Yep. So, mm-hmm. before we do the picks for next week, we have to, of course, go through your picks for last week, King. Yeah. And we've already talked about the fact that you you backed the Chiefs over the Titans. That didn't yep. work. And you picked the Rams to beat the Falcons. That didn't work. But you did go with the Jags and you did go with the Saints, so... Yeah, I was very close to going with the Falcons as well. I taught myself. 
You did. I just went with the home teams. You did, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that worked 50% of the time. Yeah. Every time. Which is alright. Mm-hmm. It's not great. Not by your standards. No. I was expecting at least three out of four. Yeah. I've got a 50% chance of that happening again this week. You have, yeah. It's but four games. A, but only a 20% chance of that. <laughs> well done. Right. Four games. First one is, we're going to go with um, UK times uh, for kickoff. Okay. So, Saturday night, 9.25, I think is the kickoff. Yep. It's the Atlanta Falcons uh-huh. at the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, Falcons. Number one seed, Philadelphia Eagles. Falcons. I'm going with the Falcons. Stop. In the end. <laughs> Falcons. I'm going with the Falcons. Are you sure? Yeah. You said you are going to go with the home team. The only thing that I'm worried about is <laughs> the cold, because it's freezing yeah. in Philly. Yeah, it's not so cold in Georgia, is it? In no, and we touched on that a few times. Uh, sorry, we touched on a team that had massive issues against the Eagles for, until Gruden arrived mm-hmm. in the Bucks because they um, they didn't transition well to the cold. Yeah. Um, so that's the only thing that I'm worried about. But I just I think this team's got playoff experience, and I'm not sold on Foles as a QB of that oh, team at the moment. He once what was it once did seven touchdowns in the game. Yeah, 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could happen again. Yeah. If Wentz was playing, I'm picking the Eagles all day long, mm. but I'm not. It's He's a bit not, harsh so. on the Falcons, though, because that, that defence is another year older and mm-hmm. more experienced from that... Uh, Why is it harsh? I've just picked them. Well, I'm just playing devil's advocate every time. But you're so playing devil's advocate... No, but you were saying you picked the, the Eagles all day long if it was Wentz playing. Yeah, I would, yeah. That's disrespectful to the Falcons, No, then. I think they're the third best team in the league if they've got Wentz playing. The Eagles. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. But you're going for the Falcons in this Yeah. Game. All right. <laughs> then, for us, it's going to be Sunday morning, about 1.30 in the morning in the UK. Yeah. It's the Tennessee Titans at the New England Patriots. Patriots. You sure about that? Yeah. I'm not. You're not? Nope. Okay. No, I think the Titans are going to win this. Okay. Why? Well, the more I think about it, the more convinced I am that it's actually going to, going to work out in uh, Tennessee's favour. Okay. First of all, if we go into this. Yeah. Mariota played really well second half. Yeah. And that's a massive confidence boost. Yeah. Secondly, Derek Henry played out of his skin when he was the number one running back. Again, DeMarco Murray is not cleared for the game mm-hmm. this weekend, so he's not going to play. Mm-hmm. So that means De- uh, Derek Henry is the number one running back. Mm-hmm. And they always talk about Belichick shuts down your, your number one weapon. Yep. Okay. Now, first of all, the Chiefs have got a good defense. They couldn't shut down Derek Henry. Mm-hmm. And there was no one else really to aim at. So mm-hmm. he still got that production with everyone out targeting him. Yep. The Pats haven't played that well this season. They In pretty much every game, someone has torched them, either on the ground or in the air. Someone's put up some big numbers. Yep. So I'm just got, I've just got a feeling that... And also you get that thing with playoff football where the team that comes in sixth seed, we've seen it with the Giants a couple of times. Yep. They'll come in, or the Green Bay, and they'll just get that over the hump feeling and they'll uh, I think they're going to be able to hang with the, the Patriots as long as they can and they've got suck up scoring mm-hmm. as long as they can score on, on pretty much every drive mm-hmm. then I think they've got a really good chance of winning this game yeah I do I just I think the, the Patriots are worse than last season right I think they've caused <laughs> because they haven't got is it Dante Hightower is the uh, the injury for them in the yeah. linebacker call uh-huh. and they haven't got Edelman uh-huh. So, fingers crossed, as long as the secondary for the Titans can shut down people like Gronk, move move up another 10 yards, you know, in their coverage, Yep. then uh, they've got a good chance of winning this game. 
Okay. So I think that I think that there could be an upset here. Uh, there absolutely could be. Mm. I um. You're picking the Patriots. I'm, I'm picking the Patriots. Yeah, I'm picking fine. the Patriots. We'll I, see where we are next week. I think that I don't think Belichick has an issue with Derek Henry having a good game because one it eats the clock and the Patriots put up points quick. So if they can put up points quick and the other team is just running the ball, yeah, it's moving the chains, but is killing their own clock and they've not got enough time to catch up. I think there's a couple of interceptions in Brady. Okay. If you put it on him to, to actually have to launch it down the field to Brandon Cooks. Mm-hmm. Which he's done immensely well so far this season. He's done all right. Yeah. He's done all right. But yeah. if you've got two people covering him. Yep. I say so single coverage on Gronk then if you're saying no it'd be triple coverage on Gronk and that's it you're done alright so <laughs> Joel Casey on Dion Lewis we're going to talk about matchups all the time but you know it's it's going to be it's going to be an interesting matchup I don't think it's going to be an open and shut as some people think it's going to be I think there's yeah. been a lot of disrespect as well from some of the fans yeah I'm, I'm not sure disrespecting the Titans I think I think the Titans play playoff football um, so yeah I think it's going to be a tough game but I think the Patriots are ultimately going to are going to win it we'll see we will. <laughs> well, I'm not stand up for that. You game. just don't want to play the Patriots not, in the next round. Do you know what? I, well, I have to kind of think about that anyway. Like during the season, you think there's a good chance that as long as everyone plays as good as they're supposed to, mm-hmm. then the, the Steelers will play the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. So I've been expecting that game for a long time. A bit like I've been expecting to play the Jags uh, on Sunday. Yeah, I think you'll struggle with the. I think you'll struggle more with the Titans if they get through than you would the Patriots because I think that the, right. I think that the Titans would run all over you especially with the Shazier loss because he's hugely influential in the run game for you mm. um, yeah I think that you'll get run all over okay. <laughs> I'd rather lose to the Titans than the Patriots let's okay. put it that way let's talk about then the Steelers against the Jags which is Sunday at 6.15 yep I think Steelers will win yeah no well you just said yeah I'm thinking so. I now what? need to think about it. <laughs> I need okay. to think. Um, have you played in the season? Uh, yes. What, how'd you go? It's 30 points to nine. 30 points to nine. Why are you going to make me say this every time? Did you... What, to you? No. So you, <laughs> you lost 30 points to nine? Yeah. To the Jags. You let yeah. them score 30 points? Yeah. Okay. Was Le'Veon Bell suspended? No, he wasn't suspended. Okay, sorry, I'm just used to that. Um, okay, I. Th- oh my god, this is really tough. Their defense is so frightening. This isn't. I'm not disrespecting the Steelers here. I think your offense is is obviously so much better than theirs. Um, yeah, I think the Steelers still. I think you'll put up too many points. Thank you. They're like it was twi- almost worth all the just that you just put me through. No, but maybe like twenty. I don't mean you put up loads. I think you'll score maybe fourteen, twenty points, for, between fourteen and twenty points, and they they won't score more than ten. No. Okay. And the Sunday evening game. Mm-hmm. It's about nine thirty ish. Yep. Are the New Orleans Saints yep. at the Minnesota Vikings? Oh, Good luck picking this tough one. Tough game. This one. Good luck with this one. Yeah. Um, oh my god what a game this is yeah what a game this is going to sting the, the Vikings fans if they don't win this one because this is their one chance to play a Super Bowl and at home as well yeah seems like fate doesn't it yeah oh man I don't even know <laughs> I don't even know he's going to win can I not pick one 
Uh, no. Oh, God. It's your job. It's like you have to pick. Oh. Vikings. Okay. <laughs> Pourquoi? I don't know. I don't know because now I'm like Breeze is like a ledge. Yeah. So if Breeze plays a good game, I think. I, I don't know if it then comes down to the quarterbacks. They're both good teams. And then Breeze is the better quarterback. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to go with the Vikings. Because they're at home. That's literally the reason. <laughs> I don't know. That's an absolute toss up. I'm really excited to watch that game. That's going to be a great game. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking but forward to it. But all these games are going to be good, I think. Mm-hmm. Except maybe the Eagles Falcons. Mm-hmm. If if it turns into the the horror show that some people think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But you never know. If if the Eagles have had a lot of time to plan this game. Yeah. And they've invested in the the running backs, so that yeah. that will help Foles anyway. They need to use all of their running backs. Yeah. All 50 of them. Yeah, they've got about yeah, they've got about 22 running backs. Yeah. So, yeah, as long as they can do that, then they might be able to mitigate the issue that you expect to be foals yeah. in, the, in the pocket. It's a shame fight. they're not playing the Colts because <laughs> they've got the Garrett Blunt and all he does every year yeah, is run, run the all over the Colts. So, it's a shame they're not playing that. They're nowhere near the playoffs. No. So, um, yeah, no dice on that one. Oh, I don't know about that Saints one. But you're going for the Vikings. Yeah. But well, Vikings, you'll be happy about that. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Shout out to Stu. Yeah. Yeah, good luck, mate. Mm-hmm. And uh, good luck to Patriot Mark, I guess. Mm-hmm. Great luck to uh, Jim Wyatt and uh, and every Tennessee fan out yeah. there. And obviously there's no one else I'd like to wish luck to. No, I bet you don't. <laughs> no, I hate, I hate good luck to all the Chargers fans this weekend with Roberto Aguayo as your nearest station. <laughs> <laughs> oh. who's, who's in the better position? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, no, what I'm worried about is if you lose and then I have to deal with you next week. All emotional. Mm. I can't be dealing with that. I know. Let's get the Kleenex out. I know. <laughs> um, just to <laughs> remind guys, make sure you find us on Twitter because we will be tweeting through as, as much of the playoffs as we can, apart from obviously the one thirty game. Not that stupid. Or maybe I am. And maybe I will step and watch that game. Damn. I did last week. Do you, man? Stayed up until four o'clock watching the Rams game. Awesome. I didn't. No, no, you didn't. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You don't follow social media anyway. But uh, yeah, make sure you're on Twitter at Jim and the King, Instagram at Jim and the King. JimandTheKing.com mm-hmm. um, Google Jim and the King uh, <laughs> Pinterest I don't know whatever uh-huh. um, and make sure you're uh, downloading the podcast from iTunes or DoublePod and mm-hmm. subscribing and uh, giving five star reviews or whatever you're supposed to do mm-hmm. um, but that's it for this week next week we'll be doing the divisional round uh, recap yep. and then looking at the championship game there we go we're so close to the end already King this is kind of depressing it is kind of it's kind of I start getting excited about the draft because obviously I've not <laughs> I've not my team's not in it so I started looking at that it's quite interesting yeah there's a lot of good uh, good names coming up indeed but until next week guys I've been Jim that's been the king and thank you so much for listening mm-hmm.